Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the wait list before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the wait list right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, my gorgeous souls. How are you doing today? Today, I present to you even more Bullshit Money Beliefs Part Three. So we're continuing on the series that I started two episodes ago. I hope you guys have been loving it. The feedback has been incredible and I have more to go. So I'm actually going to dive into three more this time. Usually I do two per episode. I'm going to do three because two are closely related. And hopefully this will help you dismantle and really break down this bullshit that's continuously being repeated in our society over and over and over again that's keeping you from fulfilling your highest potential when it comes to your divine prosperity. But before we dive into the three beliefs that I want to talk about, about money, that may be currently holding you back from experiencing your divine prosperity, I want to make sure that you got yourself on the wait list. I've been talking a lot about the Rich Babe Academy and it's for a reason. It's because the enrollment period, once it opens up, it goes by so fast. And this is the last Rich Babe Academy round that I am offering where you're going to get live Q&As as well as live breathwork trainings as well. It's going to be so good. So the Rich Babe Academy opens up on August 31st, which is Monday. It's the last round. And because the enrollment period goes by so fast, make sure you get yourself on the wait list because every single time, you guys, 
I can't like stress this enough. Every single time I have potential students who send me a DM the week after I close my enrollment period, and they are so bummed to have missed the cart because somehow they missed the announcement. So if you genuinely want to master the art of money manifestation and eradicate all of these limiting beliefs that are deep-seated in your subconscious mind that you don't even know are there, that can only be discovered through certain tools and processes, make sure you get on the wait list. It is richbabeacademy.com. Just go there, put your name down, sign up, and make sure that you are the first to know when the doors officially open. I am so excited about this, you guys. Obviously, I get very jacked about money. (laughs) I mean, if I can dedicate this many podcast episodes to money, just imagine what happens inside of the Rich Babe Academy. Okay. So the three beliefs that I want to talk about today are the following. So the first one is money is just not that important. There are way more important things in life. How often have you heard that one? The next one that is tied very closely, so I'm just going to cover this one pretty quickly, but it ties into a lot with the first one, which is money doesn't buy you happiness. And the third one is the more money you have, the more problems you'll have. More money, more problems, right? So let's dive in, shall we? Belief number one. Okay, let's expand on this one. Money is just not that important. There are way more important things in life. Here's the thing, you guys. When you say things like this, you are expressing that money is not a priority for you. Therefore, of course, money's not going to flow your way because why would you put any effort into something that is not important to you? Like for instance, playing golf is not important to me, right? My ex actually got very involved in golf, loved golf. His best friend went on to like playing professional golf and I could give, you know, excuse my language, a rat's ass about golf. So of course I'm not going to prioritize golf in my life. So of course I haven't become a golfer and improved my golf game, right? Because it's just not important to me. I'm not making it a priority in my life. So when you're saying things like that, money's just not that important, then is it any mystery at all that money's not flowing into your life? So whether you like it or not, here's the thing. Money's going to exist, Okay. Like it or not, love it or hate it, money exists. It's going to exist as long as we are here in the 3D physical world. Just like other resources exist that also have roots in the energetic world. For instance, the air that we breathe, the sunshine that we absorb, the food that we eat, you know, all of this stuff is important and crucial to our survival. And if you look at it closely, right? Like I like to say, look at anything under a microscope that's strong enough, you're just going to see a bunch of vibrating atoms. And atoms are made up of 99.9999999999% empty space. And what is that empty space, right? It's 0.000001% matter and then 99.9999999999% empty space. What is that empty space? That empty space is just energy, So everything is energy in its most broken down basic form, okay? So money is a resource and a tool that's going to exist here 
as a physical manifestation of its energy, whether we like it or not. And sure, I completely agree that money isn't the the end-all be-all, right? And lots of problems arise when you put it on a pedestal. I've been talking about putting money on a pedestal, which is what prevents us from attracting money, right? But then you also see the people who have a lot of money, have a great relationship with it, but also prioritize that relationship above everything, right? And make it the most important thing above family, above love, above health, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And that, of course, is going to cause problems. That's, that's, your priorities are a little out of whack there. And I totally agree with that. It shouldn't be the most important thing, but it should be pretty high up there. You know, my dad was, um, and I say was because I don't really have a relationship with him and I haven't really seen him in like four or five years, but I'm guessing he's probably still the same way, <laughs> right? My dad was one of those people that, to them, money was the most important thing. And he would constantly make decisions, prioritizing money over family, over his own health, over everything. And was he happy? Never, right? Because money on a pedestal is not fulfillment, primarily because you can't get fulfillment from a tool, okay? Think of any tool in a toolbox. You're not going to get fulfillment from any tool, but it's still an important tool, Okay, it's still important. It's an important resource. It helps you buy the things that make life more pleasurable or comfortable to live. And it gives you options. It allows you to pave your own path in life where you're not making decisions based purely on money. Now you're able to make decisions based on alignment which changes the whole game when it comes to freedom. That's actually one of my favorite things about building wealth. I make decisions purely based on how in alignment they are with me and my spiritual expansion, because my spiritual expansion is very important to me. So a lot of my decisions, the the values that I hold according to my decision-making has a lot to do with alignment and spirituality and stuff like that, right? But I prioritize that over how much things cost or how much I'm going to earn through doing something, right? Because I make decisions purely based on things that are in alignment with me because I have money. I've made money an important thing in my life. And it's a freedom unlike anything I've ever experienced. Some people believe that the more money you have, the more you're going to think about it, the more you're going to obsess over it, that people think that wealthy people or rich people or prosperous people, whatever you want to call them, doesn't matter the label, people with a lot of money, a lot of people think that they just sit there and they think about money all day long. And actually, I used to think this way too, but actually in my experience, it's been the exact opposite, guys. The more money you have, the less you think about it. And I know it sounds so counterintuitive, but if you think about it, you're not constantly stressing about the lack of it. The people who think about money the most are constantly stressing about the lack of it. When you're thinking beyond money is when all of your needs are completely taken care of because you don't need to worry anymore about what's in your bank account or how much things cost, what's coming in, what's going out. You just know that there's an overflow, there's an abundance, you can afford whatever you want, and you just know that you're always taken care of and money isn't even an afterthought anymore which is so bizarre, right? Because a lot of people, I I know a lot of you are going to be like, but Catherine, you teach on money, right? You talk about money all the time. How can you say that? Well, 
Of course, I'm talking about money all the time. And I had to talk about it all the time in my own life when I first learned to make it a priority. But it's the kind of conversations that I was having about it that shifted. And then as I started to experience more money in my personal life, it's like I still revere money to be a very important relationship in my life. Right. And that's like, that's something that completely shifted my experience of money in my life is when I realized that it was just a relationship. But once I had that relationship, I didn't have to obsess over it. And I wasn't obsessing about the lack of it. I was grateful for the abundance of it. It was just something that was present in my life and is present in my life. And I just hold gratitude for it, but I'm not constantly obsessing over it. Right. When it comes to paying for things, I make a mental note. Of course, I'm going to think about money and then I'm going to say thank you for my ability to purchase it or thank you for receiving that money. But it's not like I'm, I have nightmares about it. It's not like I'm thinking about it 24 seven. So let's talk about relationship, right? Cause this is very important too when it comes to the belief that money is just not, not that important. So what shifted my experience of money in my life is when I started to see money as a relationship. I realized that it's how you relate to the energy of money that determines how much you have. And I always jokingly say that money is my boyfriend because I treat money like it's a super valuable relationship in my life. Like guys, imagine for a second, you look at one of your relationships in your life. Like for instance, the one that you have with your partner or your kids, parents, business partners, best friends, whatever. And you go, you look at one of them and you go, oh, you're just not that important to me, right? Can you imagine looking at your wife or husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, friend, or whatever, and go, oh, you're just not that important to me. (laughs) There's more important things in life than you. Do you think that relationship is going to grow? I mean, honestly, let's just like, let's just answer an obvious duh, no, right? Do you think that they're going to feel valued? Do you think that they're going to want to stick around in your life? Relate that to money for a second. If you're constantly affirming that money just isn't that important to you, but you're still in need or desire of money, start prioritizing this relationship. Start exploring what happens when you do see it as an important resource during your time, your temporary time here on planet earth. And don't be surprised if all of a sudden when you do this and when you prioritize money and you do make it important that all of a sudden money wants to hang around you more. Because if you value people in your life, they're going to want to spend more time around you. They love being in your company. They love being in your presence, right? You They they feel this energy from you and you feel this energy from them. Well, it's the same thing. Money is energy. There's, there's an energy that's being felt and money is going to want to hang around you way more often and vice versa. You're going to want to hang around money more often when you prioritize this relationship. So the belief that kind of is attached to this one, which you hear all the time, is which is the second belief that I'm going to talk about, which is money doesn't buy happiness. Money doesn't buy you happiness, right? We've all heard that. Well, here's what I want to say. Duh. Like you can't just put happiness and fulfillment into an online shopping cart, ship it to your house via, I don't know, one day shipping, open the box and go, oh, I'm happy now, right? And call yourself happy. It's not something that you just buy. Happiness is not a goal. It's not like a tangible thing. It's actually a state. Happiness is a feeling and you can actually tap into happiness no matter what the circumstances are. 
right? Whether you have money or don't have money, that shouldn't impact your happiness because happiness is a state. It's not a goal. Okay. So money itself doesn't buy happiness, but what it can do is create space in your life to find your joy and bring more fulfillment into your life. When you have more money, you have more space, more mental space, for instance, to tap into that energy. You know, I ask people all the time, like if money were no issue because you had plenty of it, where would you invest your time? What would you do for work? And what are your true passions? These are the things that most people can't even fathom of doing or even answering this question because they're so busy just trying to get by. And when you're just trying to get by, you don't have the mental space to even consider what an ideal day in your life would look like. You know, taking certain vacations or time off or spending two hours on a lunch break instead of the 30 minutes that you get because you don't have time because you got to make money in order to make a living. You just, there's no, there's no space. You can't even fathom, right? When you're just trying to get by and you're unhappy about it, it's so easy to think that money is going to buy you happiness. That's kind of like the the picture, the the promise the society has painted for us is that if you just buy this car, just buy this house and just have more money, all of a sudden you're going to be happy, right? And when you're struggling to manifest money, it's also very easy to justify, well, you know, money won't buy you happiness anyway, so it's okay to struggle. And so you get this conflicting message of more money is going to buy you happiness. The more money you have, the more happiness you're going to have. But at the same time, more money does not bring you happiness. And so you might as well not pursue it. You might as well not even attract it. Why even bother? And so then you normalize the struggle. And it leaves you in this circular, like hopeless place, almost like you're on a hamster wheel of wanting more, but denying more at the same time, wanting more, denying more, wanting more, denying more. And it's no wonder that we have a love-hate relationship with money. But when you realize that having money won't buy you happiness, but it creates space in your life to slow down and discover yourself and find your joy and be happy and make decisions that come from alignment, you realize that there actually is a connection here between money and happiness. It's just not how society paints it to be because society, once again, as I already mentioned, it paints like a a happy life to be one that's spent in a mansion, driving a supercar, eating caviar for dinner, right? With with, uh, the biggest bottle of champagne that you can imagine. And that is joy for some. Some people might enjoy that. I know I would enjoy that personally, but not everybody. Some people want to live in an RV and travel the country and go from city to city and just bring their family along. And that's that's what abundance and wealth and happiness is to them. And guess what? In both instances, you need money to do both things, right? And having money buys them the ability to be able to do the things that they want to do whenever they want to do it with whomever that they want to do it. And when you forego the vision that society has implanted within you, you realize that you can create whatever vision that you genuinely desire. And then you'll be happy in the process of that pursuit. So the third belief that I have here, which we have all heard in many rap songs, (laughs) is the more money you have, the more problems you'll also have. 
And here we go again, another reason to not even try, right? Like why bother trying at this point if we have this belief, if this is true? Why have more money if you're just going to have more problems? Because who in the right mind wants to have more problems? I mean, do you want to have more problems? I definitely don't. And this one is funny to me again when I really think about it, because again, it assumes that money either has a mind of its own that goes out, that ventures off and creates chaos in your life and creates more problems, or that money is going to change you and you're going to all of a sudden become the kind of person who has more problems. And so you're going to experience more problems because money changed you to be the kind of person that attracts more problems. But here's the thing. Money is a tool that gives you more choices. Okay, this is a cool thing about having more money. You have more choices, and when you have more money, you actually have more solutions to your problems. You actually have more options when problems do arise. Money doesn't mean you'll have more problems. Money also doesn't mean that you'll have less problems. So I I can't speak for everyone here, but I would love to share my personal experience just being on both sides of the spectrum that I have the same amount of problems that I've always had, both as a multimillionaire right now. And then back then, like even four years ago or four and a half years ago now, when I was completely broke, no more, no less, literally like the same amount of problems. It's just that they're different now. They're different problems. And I have access to a lot more solutions if they're the kind of problems that money can solve, because not every single problem money can solve, right? There's certain human issues that money just doesn't always solve. So some different challenges, you know, in my life, just to give you guys some examples is like, okay, I had to figure out how taxes work, right? I went from being uh, employed to self-employed. So I had to figure out how taxes work. I had to figure out how to manage my money. Like I had to learn the world of investments, which, oh my God, so confusing at first, but now it's like a, it's almost like a second language to me. You know, I'm asking questions of like, where do I invest and what do I do with my money? Um, you know, challenges like hiring a team, hiring the right people for my team, managing people, managing issues that arise with having many people work for the same company. Um, I'm asking questions like, do I buy a house or do we keep renting and do we use that money to invest in real estate properties? Do we start having kids now? Do we start having kids later? Right. But it's not money that is like a deciding factor anymore. It's like, oh yeah, we can do all these things. It's just figuring out how we're going to solve them. However, I do experience, you know, even though I have the same amount of problems, same challenges, I do experience way less stress in the process of solving my problems. I can actually pay for a lot of solutions, which is awesome. You still have problems, but they get easier to solve if they're financially related. So like I said, more money doesn't make you less human. You know, money doesn't take your humanness away. You, you know, people can still die, right? You can still die. People you love can still die. Your health is still important, something to take care of. Anything can happen. It's just that you feel a lot less stress in the process. So instead of saying more money, more problems, what I started saying to people who say that is actually more money, same problems, less stress. Repeat after me, everyone. More money, same problems, but less stress. Way different vibe, right? 
All right. So that concludes part three. That's all I want to share with you guys when it comes to dismantling these beliefs. I'm super curious. We still have one more part to go. I think I'm going to share maybe maybe two or three more in the next episode. So let me know what you guys think of this series. Let me know which belief in particular that you had that I was able to assist you with in kind of breaking it down and dismantling it. Um, As always, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, tag me at Manifestation Babe, and don't forget to get on the Rich Babe Academy waitlist because the enrollment is opening up on Monday, August 31st. Save the date, put in your calendar, get on the waitlist, go to richbabeacademy.com. And I love you guys so much. Thank you for sharing your feedback, sharing these episodes with people that you love and care about. And I will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.